0: Previously on the Loyal Littles Podcast.
1: It's National Bacon Lover's Day. I forgot to mention that at the top of the podcast. It's also National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Chocolate Pecan Pie? I
1: know, Pecan Pie. I never knew there was a chocolate. That's
2: not as important as Bacon Day.
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
0: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck
1: killer episode
0: killer
1: but first we've got so many things this is like an odd little opening for us today we're going to get to your emails and stuff we'll probably do that in the last segment because we've got so many things to plug yes okay but first things first a couple new supporters we have to thank yeah. yeah Mike Burnell and Ted Keniston thank you so much for your support that's as so you know, awesome. yeah, it's amazing. So, thank you for that. If you want to become a supporter, go to our website,
0: Loyalittlespod.com. Scroll
1: all the way to the bottom, and all the information is there. You can support the podcast for as low as 99 cents a month and get your name on our website. Yeah. For those of you who haven't been to the website in a while, you can go there, and we now have a supporters page yes. to thank all of you wonderful supporters for supporting this podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, so many things to plug, Roxy. Yeah. Okay. Let's do some fantasy first. Let's get this out of the way because this is important because this stuff is coming up.
0: Yeah, it's almost fall.
1: It's crazy.
0: Now that my birthday's over.
1: Well, birthday month is still here apparently. (laughs) I know. um, Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. We actually had a question about that. Yeah. Jeff Kenton, episode 74, for those of you who want to meet Jeff, and he commented on a post I had about your birthday dinner. Yeah. Does the birthday month end on the birthday? begin with the birthday or extend a couple of weeks on either side <laughs> of the birthday asking for a friend I'll hang up and let she so honestly for us it usually especially like birthday week uh-huh. I know this is probably the first birthday month we've done but yeah it's been a special month <laughs> well deserved Roxy's put up with a lot um, and so usually it depends where the birthday falls I would say right Like Um, if the birthday falls on a Monday, I guess it would be Monday to Monday.
0: Yeah. I mean, my birthday is at the very beginning of August. So I feel like birthday month would start August 1st. And then end guess, September 1st or August 30 30 days have it scenario. depends what don't Chuck here you? has planned to be You're honest right.
1: if it falls within it if it's
0: yeah I mean because we went to see Lion King the day before my birthday right yeah so it then just it, it definitely on our had schedule. to start before
1: your birthday yeah so that would say that week yeah. I don't know it doesn't matter just celebrate whatever you want everyone <laughs> just just do your thing <laughs> Just make sure it's special, right, yeah. All right. So now lots of things to plug. We have our not one but two fantasy football leagues. So yes. let's do the Loyal Littles fantasy first, okay? Mm-hmm. Now our thanks to Patrick Moffett for years has run this, and unfortunately he had to step down this year because he has other commitments. Yep. But luckily, Sully from Boston has gladly taken the reins. And hopefully he's getting that all set up. He's been He's going to plan to come on the podcast because I want it, you know, as we did with Patrick Smith, which we'll get to there in a second. Yeah, you know We want the commissioners to be able to come on and plug these things mm-hmm. in person or so to speak. And I've been in contact with him. He's got a lot of stuff. His child is getting back to school and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. he's got a lot going on. So he's planning on it. But he said for now, if he does, I believe there are still some openings. Now, this is for the Loyal Littles Fantasy, Fantasy Football League. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this is a normal football league where you go head to head each week. I don't know what the schedule is going to look like, but it looks. I think you get to play everyone once, and you're. And I think there's three divisions, and then I think the three divisions compete against each other at the end. Don't quote me on all this, but if you want in on that, email him, and that email address is Sully at dot com. Oh, that's pretty fancy.
0: Yeah. How come we don't
1: have email addresses like that, Roxy?
0: Because. You decided to go with WTFC podnet at gmail.com.
1: But why isn't it dot loyal (laughs) littles podcast. Anyway. So, yeah. So get in touch with Sully. I don't know if that's still up to date. Last I spoke with him, he did say that there were some openings left. So if you want to get in on the Loyal Little Fantasy Football League, contact him. Write this date down. The draft is scheduled for September 7th at 8 p.m. September 7th, 8 p.m. Now, that's probably subject to change, and that's Eastern time. Yep. But. That's the tentative date right now. I'm sure he'll get us all the information, especially once you're signed up. Yeah. And you're in the group. He'll have, you know, so we don't barrage everyone with those details. Then the new Loyal Littles podcast, Fantasy Football League. Now, this one's completely different. And yeah, we have so our commission. Yeah, so
0: you've got the Loyal Littles Fantasy League, and now you've got the Loyal Littles Podcast Fantasy League.
1: But what I mean by that is it's like a completely different league. There's no head-to-head matchups. It's a
0: guillotine league. Guillotine
1: league. league. I'd never heard of it. We brought Smitty Scoop on a few episodes to explain it. Yep. If you want to get involved in that, I'm not sure if there's any slots open. Those went quick. Yeah. Uh, We've got some heavy hitters in that group. We've got Bill Isaacson. We've got the Great Zucchini playing with us this year. So we've got some really fun people on board with that. Yep. And that draft is on. I guess we're celebrating on a holiday because it's the new league. I don't know, but it's on Labor Day. Yeah, September fifth at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. That's what we're going with there.
0: It's a big week.
1: It's a big week. Two Lots drafts. Of draft, two drafts. <laughs> but ours is first. Yes. Just remember that, Sully. If you need information on that, just go over to Twitter and message Smitty Scoop. That's at Smitty Scoop over there on Twitter. All right, now. One more thing to plug, Roxy. Actually, a couple more things to plug. This whole (laughs) segment's about plugging. Love Uh, it. But it's well-deserved, okay? So we heard this on the big show. I heard this on the big show. And I would love to go to this, Roxy. I know we're never going to be able to do it. But we're plugging it on this podcast as well. Wednesday, September 7th, which is the same night as the Loyal Littles
0: fantasy fantasy
1: football draft. So I don't know. Maybe you know. now that I'm reading this, I just realized it's the same date, Sully. You might want to (laughs) consider. Because if a ton of Littles that are playing in the fantasy football league are heading up to Syracuse... To see the Mets play, Syracuse Mets. It's La Cheeserie Night.
0: Whoa. They're
1: doing a promotion, and it's called La Cheeserie Night, and you get a free ticket. If you go up to the ticket window and and say La Cheeserie, Cheeserie, I think you have to whisper it. I don't know. Something like that. I forget exactly what the details were.
0: I love it. You just
1: say La Cheeserie, you get a free ticket to the game. Wow. So it's La Cheeserie Night. We're going to plug that, too, because we think that would be a lot of fun. And I don't think we'll be able to get up there. I would love to say we could, but... It's a yeah, you're minor starting, league.
0: You're starting rehearsal, too. Baseball.
1: Yeah, I start mm-hmm. rehearsals that week. So we'll see. But we want to make sure we plug it. Wednesday, September 7th, La Arena night at the Syracuse Mets. Go get your free ticket. Enjoy the game and have fun. Is uh, Tony going to be there? I doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> If you want to hear more in detail about it, just go to the last Big Show episode, and it's actually called Lecheesery Night. That's the episode name of the TK podcast. And they, of course, go into it. It was based on an email that was written in. It's great. Mm. It's fantastic. So I would love to be able to do that. That'd be a lot of fun. All right. So now a couple other things that we're plugging. Okay. Okay. They've done this on the Big Show. They had Greg Garcia on the Big Show. I think it was the episode before that one. Mm -hmm. And to plug his show, Sprung. Yes. Okay, now it's on Freeform. I think it was Free... No, where, some, it's V free, free fee or something. Yeah, right, It's right.
0: Freevi, Amazon... Freebie. Amazon Prime right. Video. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Roxy, I thought it was only going to be one episode. We actually somehow got we to got see two. two mm-hmm. Okay, and they release them once a week. Yeah. Now... I liked it. I I did too. Yeah, I liked liked it it a lot. Now we're not just saying this. I mean, everyone knows, I think you've heard before we say I was a big fan of the guest book. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan of Raising Hope Mm -hmm. and it's got the same characters in it. I love that. See, Uh,
0: I didn't watch any of those, but I liked this.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's got a little, we don't want to give any spoilers. I mean, maybe after a couple weeks, we could talk about it. We could talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to give the spoilers, but I will say it's, you know, I think we already know it's based on The whole point was when the coronavirus hit and they started letting some of the non-threatening inmates out. Yeah, like the
0: non-violent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: And people that got busted for selling marijuana when it wasn't legal. Right, right. But now, you know, of course, now it is in most places. Yeah. And so, you know, these are the more people. And, you know, they obviously had probably had to be on good behavior the entire time they were there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now they were being released because
0: they had to spread out. They
1: had to spread out. They were so overwhelmed with inmates that they finally started releasing. So that's mm-hmm. what kind of the premise is based on. Yeah. I loved it. It's a lot of fun, and there's some really good characters in it. Like I said, a couple of the characters are from his other shows that he's done. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of fun. Check it out. Recommend. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're only two episodes in, but so far, so good. Yeah. I think it
0: comes out every Friday, a new episode. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah.
1: And then one more, which uh, was interesting for us, because as people know, we've tried, and we are still (laughs) trying, to get into this whole DC Comics Well, with our guest today, we get into it a little bit there, right, too. true. DC Comics, Marvel, Marvel, that stuff. Mostly
0: Marvel. Yeah, I mean, we've top. tried
1: and failed, but we're open.
0: We, we keep trying. Okay,
1: well, we're going to plug this. She-Hulk.
0: Attorney at Law.
1: Attorney at Law. It's a new series coming out. At, what was it on? Do we remember? Is Disney it, Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So you might have to shell a couple bucks to get that. But it's got our good friend, Josh LeGar, who we've plugged on this many times. He
0: was in the Moody's. He was
1: in the Moody's. He was, he was in FBI, FBI for a few bunch of episodes. Mm-hmm. He was like a recurring character on that. Yeah. And so he's in it. Now, he's not in the first episode or this. Did we do one or two?
0: They only had one. They
1: only had one. It's like every Thursday, I think. Every Thursday. They'll come out with a new episode. And he wasn't in the opening, but he's one of the main characters coming up. So he'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He's in the series for sure. Yeah. Because I actually texted him about it. Oh, good. And I tried to get him to come on the podcast, but he said he signed (laughs) a thing. He can't talk about it. Yeah. So I was like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. So she helped. We watched the first episode. So what did you think? I liked it. I I like the idea. Yeah now the middle of it because the, the episode was like 37 minutes long something yep. like that I'd say like the middle 15 minutes got a little long they were kind of, you know there's a lot they have to explain
0: yeah first to get, episode yeah. is like the origin story how yeah. this all happened what's going on with She-Hulk and right but
1: I like the concept I of how too. they explain mm-hmm. why there's a She-Hulk mm-hmm. and uh, she's
0: kind of badass yeah
1: oh definitely badass yeah yeah definitely badass but I, I'm trying to be coy about it so I don't go I don't want to give any spoilers no. stuff like that I mean I think we all get the idea of what the premise is going to be right but not necessarily i mean what is it she hulk attorney, attorney at, law. at law yeah so you'll get that whole thing check that out it's a uh,
0: yeah I, I liked it yeah
1: i mean we don't know if josh is going to be any good yet because he hasn't been in the <laughs> series yet he might suck <laughs> I'm i don't sure know he's gonna i highly doubt it all right so check that out if you get a chance mm-hmm. and uh roxy we already got to get out of here killer episode killer so don't go anywhere
0: we'll be right back
3: Hey everyone,
2: this is Maurice from DC, and if you know me, you can call me Mo. You're listening to the Loyal
3: Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. to felt it better
1: We are being played in this episode by a group named Delta, and it's called Nothing's As It Seems. And it's actually written by Andrew Granger, and that's who gave us permission to play this track. And he also writes, I remember I wrote it in the back garden on a lovely sunny day. I think the theme was influenced by the Beatles song, She's Leaving Home, especially my bye-bye bits. I'm playing the guitar and piano on this one, and they work together pretty great, but always searching we messed with the song for ages first adding violin, then put a Phil Spector-type beat and bass on it, but ultimately all these extra things took away from the song and it was too much. In the end, just guitar and piano seemed right. If you like what you hear, you can head on over to Andrew's YouTube page. Just search Andrew Granger. that's A-N-D-R-E-W-G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R, or he gave us his email address and you can reach him over there, and that is andrew-grainger1 at hotmail.co.uk. And as always, we'll play the full song, Nothing's As It Seems, at the end of the podcast.
3: Learn, we hang on, hang on your it's good best when nothing's as it seems,
0: we say. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to... Meet a show killer? I still don't understand this. <laughs> Isn't it Phil's mom's son? Well, that's kind of
1: true. Please welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Phil the show killer. Hey, Phil, how's it going? What's going on?
2: <laughs> and I am I am Phil's mom's son. That's okay. You can call me that too. You are.
1: She, that's what you'll always be to Roxy, I think. Cause we're still trying to fill her in on all this stuff.
0: Yeah, I honestly I really don't know anything about why you're called the show killer. I don't Well, maybe we'll get into know. that. I hope it's like all out of love and not <laughs> actually people thinking you're a show killer. I I can't imagine that. So
1: <laughs> Well, <laughs> Phil, what we normally do is, if you don't mind, take us back. I mean, the Littles know who you are, obviously, and we even know your mom at this point. But take us back. Where did you grow up? All those things. Introduce yourself to the Littles who might not know where you're from and all that.
2: So I grew up just outside of Buffalo, New York, a small town called Lancaster, about a 10 miles east of Buffalo. Grew up there, went to uh, St. Mary's High School, then uh, went to St. Bonaventure University, um, which is about 60 miles south of Buffalo, right along the Pennsylvania line. Went to school for journalism, major in journalism, mass communications, graduated in 97. Got the job then at ESPN in October of 98. Been there ever since. Wow. I worked at like a small station between graduation and getting the job, small Buffalo station, WBEN. Not an ESPN affiliate, but uh, worked there, did some board work. And then uh, a buddy of mine, who I graduated with, got the job at ESPN in February of 98. Called me up in August, said, hey, they're hiring. you you should come down here and and, uh, interview came down like that week guy asked me two questions and said "When can you start because i had nothing on my resume and so it was this was a classic case of well it's who you know and they were going on on my buddy's word and this is when you know back then they would hire anybody because they were (laughs) just just starting up you know right that's true And i literally had nothing on my resume you know i had a degree and i worked at a am radio station for eight months and um they said all right come on in so i started then and been there Ever since, coming up on 24
1: years. All right. Well, let's pause there for a second, and we'll come back to there. But going back, so you knew what you wanted to do growing up. You just knew you wanted to be a journalist? Oh, my
2: God, no. Oh, Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. (laughs) I didn't didn't figure it out until, honestly, I didn't figure it out until probably the second semester of my freshman year. So I started as a math major because that was the only thing I was good at in high school. Like, I could do math. I could work numbers. mm -hmm. Um, I knew numbers really, really well. But then in the freshman year a friend of mine justin craig he lived across the hall from me our freshman year and he's he worked on the campus radio station he said hey come in and do a show it's like okay i've never done radio before i was <laughs> nervous as hell but i got behind the mic and we did the show together and i was like oh my god i can do this this is what i want to do i want to so he's like we well, got to be a journalism major i said okay i can't write
3: mm-hmm.
2: well we'll figure it out and that's what i did took the journalism courses and and graduated on time packed everything in those next three years and uh, the rest is history. Right.
1: Now, when he <laughs> yeah. says just come in and do a show, what is that? I mean, did he mean like so, to be a DJ or? Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. that's what we did. We hosted a show together and then we did shows together all throughout our sophomore year and junior year. And then senior year, I was still doing shows. He was the station manager. We were the station's morning show. The sophomore and junior year we were the mike and mike yeah right of, that's what i was, of, that's uh, what I was thinking you know, we, that we were them that was us for two years and then go figure 24
1: years later he's my boss and if you don't mind so like did you do sports was that your thing oh no it was it was a morning show it was okay. general
2: yeah general stuff it wasn't you know it wasn't sports it wasn't news talk it, gotcha. was, you know, it was just we the morning happy. radio had, show oh uh, no, yeah morning radio wow. we did stunts we did skits we played a lot of music it was an all-rock station so we played Pearl Jam, that mm. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we played we played some classic rock in there too. But that's all it was. You know, a lot of fun. You know, I mean, this is before cell phones. This is before right internet in the early stages kind of thing. And we're just figuring it out like newspapers were a lot like, or what's the story a newspaper we can talk about and, you know, mm-hmm. pick up a USA today and go to the lifestyle page and, and find a story to talk about. And yeah. that, that's what we would
1: do. And so we were chatting a little bit off air and we were kind of explaining to uh, Phil how we do this and what we do this and why we do this and to get to know you. And I'm telling you right now, when you said math, Dean in Damascus just her lost ears her mind.
0: perked
1: up. <laughs> Absolutely. Because she's a math teacher. So yeah. she's like gonna, she probably didn't know that about you, and she's loving that right now. Yep. And we oh, love yeah. that. Yep. So this is why we do this. <laughs> now, the whole just right place, right time. Well, you like you said, there yeah. wasn't a lot on your resume, but you just had the right that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Right. Then, like right. a year later, you're
1: working for ESPN.
2: That's
0: incredible. Yeah.
2: When I told the guys at the station I worked at that I'm going to work at ESPN, <laughs> I got a lot of like, really? Come on. <laughs> really i said yeah and i went back there maybe five six years later now at that point well into tony's show well into dan patrick's show i'm sure we'll get into all that Mm -hmm. and now they know who i am and they're like holy cow i said yeah what do you think now and and, uh, know, i kind (laughs) of figured it out so yeah so it was it was it's really cool you know going back and seeing some of the same guys i mean they've been in it longer than me Mm -hmm. but still Mm -hmm. grinding away And, and but now it's a community like the radio community is you know everybody kind of knows everybody. You you remember everybody on the way up because you don't want to get burned on the way down.
1: Right.
0: exactly. Sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Sure. I had a director I worked with once who, in our business, he said, "Just remember," he said, "Today's intern apprentice is tomorrow's casting director." Yes. <laughs> you know, like, right. So <laughs> always remember that.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing yes. a lot of parallels. Yeah. With absolutely. our our business and yours, yeah. Listen, let's get
1: to um, the other. I'm going to call it the boring stuff, but I think people might want to know because I know they're going to want to get into some good ESPN stories, like you said, and all that stuff. Sure. But we normally go here. What's your favorite? Your, where's your fandom lie? What's your favorite team? Stuff like that.
2: Oh, um, well, I mean, growing up in Buffalo, I'm stuck with the Bills you and the uh, okay. Sabres. Yeah. I mean, Well, now it's not bad to be stuck with the Bills. It's a pretty good position to be in. But the four Super Bowls were my four high school years. Uh, Uh, Right. So it was a painful time then. But there's a few instances in life where you remember when something happens, you remember where you were and what you were doing at the time. And I could tell you to the house where I was when the kick went wide right. (laughs) Right. I know exactly where I was.
1: Yeah, me too. Who
2: I was with. Everything about that moment. And that's something I'll never forget. The other Super Bowls are a blur because I think it was a blur for the team when they were out there. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. But
2: for me, it's the Bills, uh, you know, live and die with them. Back then, you know, nobody was jumping through tables, but it's a pretty intense fan base now. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely.
1: I mean, I yeah. think you'll like this about me is we're in New York City. And so I'm like, that's our only New York team as far yeah. as I'm concerned, because yep. the other two don't yep. even play in New York. So no. I'm like, I'm sorry, just call true. yourselves New Jersey and get Very it over true. with. Yeah. So I I always I have a soft spot for them. Yeah. Now you're not gonna wanna hear this, but Roxy's actually a Patriots fan. So, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> all
2: right, talk to you guys later. Is this over? <laughs> this is over. That's it. Bye. Notice I
1: waited till ten minutes in to disclose that. Uh, but no, I mean, so yeah. so I always have a soft spot for Buffalo. No, I, I have like lots Buffalo. Of, I have lots of friends that are Buffalo fans. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up in New York and all that stuff. But yeah, no, I just always I consider them the only, the New, only York New York team we have. Team. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. on top of it, you were saying where you were at that time. I remember those. We've talked about this on the podcast before, Roxy, where you got to have some respect for that, though. I mean, four in a row? I yeah. Mean, that's just insane.
2: I was incredibly excited when, or when the Bills lost to the Chiefs. Obviously, it was disappointing last year. I was one of, That was mm. one of the most painful losses sure. in memory. And, and actually, Tony and I had this discussion about what was more painful, the loss to the Chiefs or a Super Bowl loss. And I said the loss to the Chiefs yeah. was more painful. And he's like, no way. That is not possible. I said, <laughs> the Super Bowl wasn't won. They didn't have the game won. The yeah. Chiefs game was won. Yeah. yeah we had it. It was, the game was won, and, and they gave it away. That game yeah. was insane. Something. Yeah, insane. but when the Chiefs lost to the Bengals in the title game, that meant that they didn't go to four Super Bowls in a row. Right. Because that would have been four in a row for the Chiefs if mm-hmm. they got there, and so that made me incredibly happy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, You know, as a Bills fan, you take ownership of that. And even though you lost four in a row, you got to four. Yeah. Right. So There's a lot to know, be proud want, there. Yeah, didn't want the Chiefs to have that honor also.
1: I kind of lived through that whole thing because I'm a world. I'm a little older, I believe. So it was my freshman college roommate. He was from Buffalo. So, oh those. That, I think that was the Washington game, though. The second one was to Washington, right? Game. And then it, the two to the Cowboys, right? Right. So yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to be reliving this for you. Oh um, no, that's okay. <laughs> you're okay. over it. Okay. Yeah, you got a good team now, so that's good. So they that's do. excellent. Oh my God, yeah. So real quick now, how did you get to know Tony? How did you all that stuff?
2: So getting to know Tony, it's the same story as how I got the show killer name, Oh, um, honestly. So I'm, I don't even know if I'm full time yet at this point. So it's early 99 and I was asked to fill in on the show. Um, the regular guy was out, and I was asked to fill in and work on the show, like as the guy screening the calls. And this was my introduction to Tony, was working on the show <laughs> that day. So I'm answering calls, screen them up. And so the way the system works is you type a name on the screen, you know where they're from, you know their name, uh, what they're going to talk about. So I'm answering a call, or I, or I put a call up, and I can't remember exactly the caller, but let's say I put up Rob from Connecticut, and Tony brings him on, but he says it's Rob from somewhere else. Well, Rob, the caller. Corrects Tony on the air. No. Which we all know is a big no-no. Yeah. Yes. So Tony says, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's stop everything right now. He says, Roderick isn't in. Roderick was the guy who was filling in for he says Roderick's not in. Phil's filling in today. Phil's a dope. <laughs> and Andy Poley, who you guys may be uh-huh. familiar with. Of course. Andy. Andy Poley says, Yeah, Phil's killing our show. And then Tony says, He's a show killer. <gasps> and it just stuck. That was the first time literally. The first thing Tony said to me was, "I was a dope." Okay, and then a show killer. So be honest. And did you have to change your
1: underwear at this point? What's going <laughs> no, on? I was,
2: I was like, "Well, it's been nice working at ESPN, <laughs> real right." But they took it and ran with it, and Dennis Horgan, who was a producer at the time, was just laughing hysterically mm-hmm. as I'm. I may have had tears in my eyes. Oh, uh, you know, I'm. I'm Twenty. What am I? Twenty-three years old. At right. Yeah,
0: that's so intimidating. And, and
2: I'm uh, pretty terrified. But I was asked to work the next day, so wow. <laughs> so it was all good. um wow. And then I eventually became a regular part of the show. They had me. They assigned me to the show as part of my regular schedule. I turned full time not long after that, and went on and on and on that's to good... uh, what it is now.
1: And forgive me, because I wasn't listening back then. Did you get to ever punch in? Did you ever talk? Or did you? Just... Oh yeah. Oh, you did? oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: Um, yeah. And then you know Tony gave me the name, and then I started working on Tony's show along with Dan Patrick's show. And, and Dan Patrick really took the name and went and went like to places beyond. <laughs> but then when Dan stopped, I was still working with Tony and on Tony's show, and so it still stuck. But everybody knows it that it came from Tony's show,
1: right? So, right.
2: I mean, I have Tony to thank for calling me a dope and giving <laughs> me this nickname. But it's been great for me personally for for that part of my career.
1: Wow, that's so amazing. Wow.
0: So now yep. I get it.
1: <laughs> yes. See, <laughs> so now yeah. we just say reset the board to zero usually. And it's usually Nigel's fault. But, right,
0: right. Um, right,
1: yeah, <laughs> right. That's so funny. Wow. wow. <laughs> and so real quick now, how long did you work with Dan Patrick? I
2: worked with Dan Patrick for the entirety of his show, which was from oh, really? okay. ni- 99 to 08.
1: Yeah, something like
2: that. Yeah, 08 is when he left, yeah. So yeah, I was with his show the entire time.
1: All just after a year in this small Buffalo little radio station, yep. <laughs> wherever yep. you were. Yeah. So. It's
2: amazing. And, all, and all, I was, all I was really doing was running the board. I was just firing us to commercial, potting collars up. Yeah. You know, working those two shows, that was my day. was right. doing Tony Show followed by Dan Show. And do that every single day. It was a blast. It was so much fun.
1: And that's all from the experience you got from the college radio station?
2: Some, some of it was learning on the job. Oh, um, right, that's what I was thinking. Oh. Know, yeah. Learning, I learned a lot by doing. You know, just kind of watching, you know, seeing how mm-hmm. other guys did it, mm-hmm. and then applying my own little quirks to it. Being the voice part and being a voice, it you know, just had to be quick and witty. And yeah. especially with Tony, I mm-hmm. mean, especially with Tony. You know, if you're not funny, <laughs> if you're not going to do anything funny, he's not going to have any part of it. Right. And,
0: <laughs> I can you know, imagine Tony... if, if I ever got in front of him for whatever reason, I feel like I would be. Like a, je- a court oh, jester, right. and I would just be right. trying anything to make him laugh, and he would probably he'd be, be like, like You're get,
1: out. <laughs> You're get out. Of my face. <laughs>
0: and I would not be asked back. <laughs> right.
2: Right. With Tony, it's the smart jokes that right. really get him. Yeah, that really get him going because I mean we all know Tony's a very smart guy, and. Yep. But Tony's great. Everybody that works on his show, he treats with the utmost respect. He defends you hardcore and anything. You know, he did it for me a couple times, defended me with a lot of things. And yeah, yeah. once you're on his good side, yeah. you're, on his good side. you're yep. on his good side forever. That's
1: what wow.
0: we've heard, but, yep. Wow. Yeah.
1: All right, well listen, Phil, this is great. We've got so much more to get into, but we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with...
0: Meet the Showkiller. Hi Littles, this
2: is Sandra Rohde. And you are listening to The Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC
1: Podcast Network. Welcome back to The Loyal Littles Podcast. And Roxy, we are so fortunate. We have Phil the show killer here. Yes. And I didn't even tease it because I know we want to get into this. Phil, please go into how did your mom get involved with the TK show and brackets and all that stuff?
2: So back when the show was on the radio, this is before podcasting, right. mm-hmm. the producer, Dennis Organ at the time, we, you know, we're doing the brackets and we have everybody come on to do the brackets and we want to do something different. And he said, kind of jokingly said, Phil, let's have your mom do it. <laughs> and I was like, I'll ask. He's like, really? I said, yeah, I'll ask. She knows nothing about it, of course, but I'll ask. <laughs> So I called her up. I said, I explained it to her. And, and I said, Mom, would you be willing to do this? And she's like, well, I, you know, she was, uh, was, you know, very nervous. And she's like, well, I know nothing about it. I said, well, that's the point, Mom. Right. Said, you know nothing about it. <laughs> and I said, this is all you got to do. I explained to her what the bracket was. Then you just pick who wins each game. You write it down. And you keep right all the way down to a winner. And so she took the bracket out of the Buffalo News, like cut it out of the newspaper. <laughs> and that was how she did it. And the first one she did was the year George Mason made it to the Final Four. Right. And she had it. Wow, <laughs> And she had it. And so if she hadn't gotten that. Nobody would have asked her to do it again, but uh-huh. now she's done it almost every year since then. Right. And the best part about it is that because she knows nothing about it, she pronounces the schools all wrong.
1: Game more. <laughs>
2: which, which you guys obviously know.
3: <laughs> I love you know, that. Um,
2: and so I'm always on the phone with her. You know, she To this day, she's never asked me, who do you think will win this game? And, I, and I'll never tell her because i want her to do it you know she'll only ask me broad questions like yeah, what does this mean what does the one mean what does the 16 mean i'll uh-huh. tell her you know like when the play-in game yeah starts, i was gonna she say now with, the play-in
1: games are really yeah, why
2: are those games up there and i explain to her what they are she goes oh okay you know and then she just goes about her business but you know she did it every single year she only took a couple of years off for various reasons but she loves it yeah. she loves doing it and i know every and the the reaction she gets from all the listeners is just amazing oh yeah uh, Absolutely amazing. And then it took Tony and my mom maybe six or seven years until they finally met in person. Oh, really? Yeah. um, So it was when Tony was doing Monday Night Football. So they were in Buffalo Mm -hmm. for a Bills game. And I happened to be in town. Tariko was the host back then. And he got uh, me and my wife tickets to the game. And the night before... Or that weekend, I don't know if it was the night before, but it was that weekend. They're going out to dinner, and Tony said, "Phil, why don't you bring your mom?" Oh. I said, "This would be great. You guys can meet." And so we went to the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, where oh. the Buffalo Wing was green. And I got to bring my mom and my dad, and they met. This is where they met for the first time. And Tony was the nicest guy to my mom and chatted up with my mom, and my dad at the table. We ate with the entire Monday Night Football crew. Wow! Um, like wow. everybody, Ron Jaworski.
1: Are you um, kidding me? Come on, man! Was there? Yeah,
2: Jaws was there, and you know. Meg, got to you know my dad got to meet jaws and wow you know and then all the, you know all the you know the directors and producers and everybody you know we took up the, like this huge long table but my mom and tony sat right next to each other oh, and, and that. that was where they met that was the one and only time they met in
1: person please tell me you got a picture of that maybe? i'm sure i do yeah, okay I'm sure. all right all right that's <laughs> yeah. amazing
0: that's so oh, cool
1: yeah. Yeah. that's so sweet i mean i thought weren't there shirts that say i roll with phil's mom
2: there were not only shirts. There were shirts, mugs, right? Baby okay. Onesies, baby onesies, um, bibs. <laughs> yeah, they did everything. In fact, some of my nieces wore I roll with Phil's mom onesies and bibs.
1: Oh. for sure. That's oh, amazing.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. so cute. I mean, how does she
1: feel about that? Must be such a great feeling. Like... She
2: thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, she thinks it's the funniest thing you know because she doesn't quite understand like when I, I told her i was doing this and i told her you're doing the little pocket she's like what's a little <laughs> she, doesn't, right. she doesn't get it she you know she doesn't know yep. so I have to explain it to her and she thinks it's the greatest thing yeah i mean i because i tried for summer littles a couple weeks ago yeah right? i was gonna go to the Weathersfield one and the plan was to facetime my mom while i was there
1: oh, oh my gosh
2: but we obviously didn't do the Weathersfield one right uh, right so, so jumped online,
1: right? Yeah, you were. I on, did
2: jump. I did jump yeah. on the virtual one.
1: That's amazing.
2: Um, I jumped on there for like a half hour. Yep. You know, And and I told Bob Walter. I felt like I was eavesdropping on somebody's family reunion. Ah. Uh, because everybody knew everybody. Right. It was great. Someone like, hey, how's the quilting going? And how you know, she's quilting while we, were, while we were doing it. I was like, this is crazy. It's really. It was really cool. Was well,
1: really cool. Phil, I can tell you on behalf of the littles. They so. I mean, when I we were hosting our event in New York City, but right. We had my laptop there with the virtual. Yeah. And, yes, and Bob. Bob yes, told
0: us. To yes. keep it on mute because yeah, it, was it was so loud. So loud. But we yes. saw
1: you pop on. And I'm telling you, on behalf of we appreciate that so much. And like oh, sure. I know Gary Braun tended the one down in Maryland, Maryland. right? Mm-hmm. So I know they always appreciate it. And listen, I don't know if Phil's mom's gonna hear this. I maybe you'll play this for her. Right. Phil's mom, anytime you want to come and meet Chuck and Roxy, we're harmless. Come oh, and yeah. Chuck <laughs> and Roxy. We would love to have you on the podcast. This would be so much fun. Yeah, I mean the community. I think that's the I think the term that Tony likes to use the most he's I say it. he's built it yeah it's just amazing to us and amazing and when we started this we didn't think this was gonna be anything to Mm -hmm. be honest and we just thought oh honestly it was more I thought I was
0: gonna hate it Uh, and I thought I was just gonna kind of go week to week try to support Chuck here (laughs) and do something that he liked and was interested in but oh my gosh I mean I'm sure you've
1: heard some of these names you've heard about Shadden DC have you heard these names Joe Arrow the the jingle writers all these people Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I want to know more about them.
0: It would be I cool to the tra- hear their voices yeah, and put a voice the to the name and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're in the Facebook groups and like, we even chat on there. But I just, I want to know more about them. I want to get mm-hmm. inside Shad's head and where'd the haiku come from and all the, just all that stuff. And uh, so that's what we did here. So yeah. we really appreciate you taking the time. Do you want to give us a, can you give us a fun Tony story?
2: Let me think. When I first started working at ESPN, I didn't know how to golf. Like, I I'd never ah. golfed. I never golfed in my life. And I had friends here that kept saying, you know, kept going out, going golfing. Like, Phil, come on and play. And I'm like, dude, I don't golf. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, and I got tired of that. So I was like, you know what? I got to learn how to golf. So I kind of self taught. I, I was self taught. And this is, you know, in the early 2000s. And so I told Tony about this. And Tony's, Tony, we know is an avid golfer. He loves golfing. And the best piece of advice he ever gave me, plus he said, listen, he goes, you're not going to be a good golfer. You're going to suck, <laughs> but suck fast. Play fast. Yeah, right. Right. Don't don't hold Um, me up, kid. (laughs) So, and he told me, and suck fast was, it made me laugh out loud. And now seeing how golfers play, I was like, man, Tony's right. He's like, I see bad golfers and they take forever. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I'll yell at people, suck fast. And and get it all from Tony.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm sure there's a lot of Tony stories I could tell you that are definitely not appropriate for air. (laughs) I know um you guys had said that can't remember if you said this on or off the air that your first introduction to Tony was PTI. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean a lot of people I know this, I don't know if many do. PTI was born from the radio show. So back before podcasts and before stuff like this, before before streaming, when we did the radio show, it wasn't streaming, but it was it wasn't called streaming, but we aired it on the internet. Mm-hmm. But the mics were constantly open, even during right. the breaks.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: And so during the breaks in the radio show, Will Bond would call in and he would shout at Tony. We'd <laughs> pot it up. And so this was airing in the internet. And right. they would, it would be two of them yelling at each other. Yeah. But cursing, horrendously cursing <laughs> while they're yelling at each other. So it was like PTI blue. But the producer and me on the show would kind of tell other people at ESPN about this and they would hear it. And like, you know, we can make a And they decided they could make a show out of that, out of the two of them talking about sports topics. Yeah. And that's where it started. PTI, wow. birth, and it's still going. Yeah. yeah. still going.
1: Oh, it's until they want to go. I, he keeps joking about that, how many years they'll have us on. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I think until yeah. when you say so. Right. Then.
0: Yeah. And Please. I have some
1: yeah. personal beliefs on whether it should go past when one of them or both of them are ready to move on or retire or whatever. Right. But. Uh, that's a whole other podcast, <laughs> but no, I mean it's just the two of them. Yeah. It's just the perfect combination.
2: Oh, yeah, In my opinion. yeah.
1: that's just my
3: opinion. Yeah.
2: They are. I mean, they they bounce off of one another. They know each other so well. They right. bounce off of each other so well. I mean, they can finish each other's sentences. I'm sure. Yeah, they know what each one is thinking, and they're just yeah. It's almost the perfect show. Yeah, honestly. It
0: would be perfect if they finish in time for the buzzer. Okay, so
1: Roxy <laughs> has this thing. You know what she's talking about, right? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I tried to explain that's to that's her. Then he does, Tony's line is, we'll right. try and do better the next time. So then I,
0: I conceded a little bit. <laughs> if they, on their last show together, hopefully it's not for a very long time, but when that time does come, their last show, I hope they do finish in time and then say, Roxy, what? we couldn't do any better than that. <laughs> <And> that's it. <laughs> Cause so.
1: bless my wife's heart, she does. She watches PTI with me. Yeah, I've been watching
0: nights. that with you since we met. Yeah, most mm-hmm. nights. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that grinds my gears and that Wilbon always hyphenates his words.
1: Oh, and what's the word? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She doesn't like the hyphenated <laughs> word. I don't know what the problem Just is. Just because
0: but. he does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time, not just once in a while. Was, every word is hyphenated. It was
1: so funny when we got to meet Bonnie Burko. Yeah. We, we had a long conversation about that. <laughs> she loved that. So,
2: well, my pet peeve is when every scandal becomes a gate. Oh, bounty, bounty gate, deflate gate.
0: Oh you know, yes, all the gates. Yes,
2: you know, and they take it from Watergate. I'm like, guys, that's not how it works. Right. The water. The Watergate scandal had nothing to do with water. Right. Like, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> that's mine that's my pet peeve
1: that's That's a good one all right maybe we should ask the littles littles right in wtfc podnet at gmail.com tell us your pet peeve of yeah right that's that's that could be another great new segment Uh, (laughs) because we all love it i know it's no doubt about that right well listen phil we've taken up way too much of your time but we already explained to you we we're known for our fun dumb questions we hope that's okay if you hit me a couple okay you want to start roxy is it going to sure. be fun and dumb?
0: I don't know. Roxy goes I'm nervous deep. now. She probably
1: has some deep journalism question for no, you. No, I don't. Okay, all right, go ahead. Not
0: yet. <laughs> Who would play you in a movie of your life?
1: Who would play me in a movie of my life? Yep. Tom Cruise, of course. Of course.
0: Uh, now,
1: Roxy's. that's not...
0: I'm not a fan. She doesn't like Tom But Cruise. I would watch that. If it's about well, your we're, life, we're the, I, I think will think watch we're, it.
2: We're, okay. I think we're the same height.
0: Oh, okay, there you go. There you yeah. go.
1: All right, Phil, because the littles need to know this. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Uh,
2: Tom in Tom and Jerry. Oh, ah, nice. Any reason? Because he can get that mouse. <laughs> he's fast. He's smart. He's fast, he smart. might slip up every once in a while, but he'll get the better of him.
1: Right. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. What personal trait has gotten you in the most trouble?
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe my, my sarcasm. Yeah, my, yeah, my mouth's definitely got me in trouble. Because when people don't get the sarcasm, uh-huh. right, that can be an issue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially with my wife.
1: Oh, of course. (laughs)
3: Uh
1: (laughs) What three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party?
2: Oh, boy. Let's see. I would want, well, because I'm a Bills fan, I think I want Jim Kelly there. Mm. I want Robert De Niro. And I want, oh, and I want Tony.
0: Oh, okay. I was thinking that. You think he'd come, though?
1: Well, he'd come if it was you, I'm sure.
2: He would come. I mean, he might be late.
1: And he <laughs> but, might leave after five minutes. But know, if I
2: told him Robert De Niro would be there, he'd right. because He'll just talk Godfather all day long.
1: Right. Well, th- is that why you were? I was going to go back to that. Is that why you picked De Niro? Yeah.
2: yeah. Godfather too. I could have picked De Niro Pacino. Right. Um, but De Niro, I can you know then I could talk Goodfellas. I can talk Casino. I can talk.
1: That's true. You
2: know, I can talk anything Italian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I th- for a second. You know, when I said Billson, for a second, I was going to say OJ, and ah. just be like, I was like, dude, be honest.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'm kind of with you on that one. See, th- I, mine would probably be controversial. I never really yeah. deep dived yeah, into right. that question too much, but I would probably get it semi controversial. Yeah. Some people, why well, would you want it? Right. Why? Yeah.
2: Because I want to know.
0: What, what, what
2: yeah. I was like, no, I'll, I'll stick. I'll stick with Jim Kelly, Bobby
1: and Tony. Yeah. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. All right. What do you got? <laughs> All right. If you could live in any TV or movie home, what would it be?
1: And then we have a follow up to that.
0: any
2: TV or movie home, I would pick Tony Stark's mansion in California in Iron Man 3 before it got pulled into the water.
3: Oh.
1: All right. So we haven't seen that. You're not speaking our language, unfortunately. The littles have been on us for years now about Marvel and DC and all that stuff. And we're just, we're trying. We're watching a few, we've watched... Uh,
0: no, yeah. we started with Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was not what I thought going into it, so then I'm watching I'm like, wait, when are all the characters that I know yeah, we're this we're we're Superman we're we oh, yeah. guard the galaxy is <laughs> that what this is about? And then we realized, no, that's not what this is about no and yeah, so I need to go back into that with a different mindset yeah now the
1: follow up <laughs> is usually do you want to live with the cast or without
0: yeah
2: oh without
1: without okay, or you just cool. want the yeah, house. Without. Because if I lived
2: with the cast, I'd be constantly fearing for my life.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. What
1: does Tony always say? Like, here's 50 bucks, now get out? Yeah. It's mine now. It's mine. (laughs) Right. This could be interesting. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what would you pick? Vinny. Vinny.
0: Vinny. Okay.
1: But would it still be the show killer? Vinny the show? Just Vinny. Just Just Vinny.
2: Just Vinny. Just Vinny we just get as Italian as it could go.
1: Right. Hey, uh, well, okay. Hey, all right.
2: <laughs> if we had a son instead of a daughter, he was going to be named Vinny.
1: Oh, so, nice. So that's
2: where I'm going. Okay. I'm going with Vinny.
1: Gotcha. All
0: cool. Right. What's the most beautiful place you've ever been?
2: Uh, Napa Valley and Sonoma Valley. Uh, my wife and I went on our honeymoon there, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Oh,
0: nice.
1: All
2: right.
0: Taking a note here. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> we haven't taken our honeymoon yet. We just no. got married oh, a year Oh, I ago.
2: highly recommend it. If you like wine, I yes. highly recommend it. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right, what group of kids would you rather hang out with—the kids from ET, Goonies, Stand By Me, or The Sandlot?
2: Oh well, it's gonna be either the Goonies or Sandlot yeah. for okay. sure. Yeah, I think the Sandlot. I think we're gonna go with the Sandlot.
1: Yeah, that's that was added actually by yeah. one of our co-hosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Ritz I think was I'm like,
2: go I mean, does Wendy Peppercorn get invited? Yeah, right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> She's like, definitely with the cast. Definitely <laughs> with <right>. the cast. <laughs> I'll um, take the lot. <laughs> yeah. All right, excellent. And uh, do you mind if we st- we'll end with some rapid fire? Hit me. All right, Coke or Pepsi?
0: Coke. Garfield or Heathcliff?
2: Oh, Garfield.
1: Okay, no one likes Heathcliff. Yeah. I used to like Heathcliff. I don't like either I mean, of I them. like Garfield. She doesn't I don't, like, either I don't
0: like that question. Garfield
2: likes lasagna. He's right, absolutely. Oh, okay. He's an Italian, I dig it.
1: Hey, there, yeah, there that's true, right? All right, crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy.
0: The Brady Bunch or the Partridge family?
1: Brady's.
2: I mean, even though they might be related to Tom,
0: <laughs> uh. hey you know what's really funny side note my dad works with a guy whose name is tom brady
1: he does and yeah. so we'd be in the car and all of a sudden it comes up on the, <laughs> the dashboard tom, <laughs> tom brady's, brady's c- calling, <laughs> calling. i'm like wait what <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah now this might be more your actual but you, you were really quick to on the draw with that answer but the keaton's or the seavers
2: oh I'm going to take the Seavers. Uh-huh. I'm going to take the Seavers.
1: That came from a, a loyal listener, so yeah. we're, we're excited about that, because that's a, great, right. that's that's a, a great, great question. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And then uh, cups up or down in the cupboard? Up. Up.
0: Kitchen sinks, single or double?
2: I wish it was double.
0: Really?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Roxy, yeah, Roxy likes one big
0: deep... One giant sink.
1: <laughs>
2: I got it... a single, and I wish I had more space.
1: Oh, so you just want a bigger sink.
2: Right. I wish I had the double. Okay. I, have the I have the double.
0: All right, cool. But imagine that double. Picture that double <laughs> oh, for a second. God. And imagine <laughs> it being that size without the partition in the middle.
2: Very true. Very that's, true. That's what she Great. wants.
0: That is my dream city. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have a single here in the city and it's And
0: know, for a New York apartment it's, it's a very it's, good city. It's decent. It's, it's decent. big. Nice. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. And then the one I think most littles have been waiting for, we'll end with this. Uranish jokes. Not funny or never not funny never not funny. Excellent. Thank you. Well, Phil, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on and meet the little's here. Is there anything we can plug for you? What's going on now and and can people follow you? You're on Twitter and all that, right?
2: Believe it or not, I have zero social media presence.
1: <gasps> wow, good for you, sir.
0: I have, I that must none. be so I have, nice. I <sighs> have no Twitter,
2: I have no Facebook, I have no Instagram or as Tony likes to call it Instaface. Yep. <laughs> I have none of that. Honestly, I had no desire to get onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and every single day, I feel like I've made the right decision.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, so there's nowhere to follow me. As far as anything A plug, I mean, believe it or not. So here's, I got another last a little interesting story. I'm going to be in DC at the end of October for a wedding. But that is probably going to be the first time that I meet Nigel face to face.
1: Wow.
2: We've never seen what the other one looks like. Really? We've worked together for how many years? We right. Trade email, trade phone calls. But there's a lot of those guys on the show that I've never met in person.
3: Wow. Like,
2: I mean, obviously, I met Tony. I met Michael when Michael was barely a teenager. You've probably met more people in person than I have. Like, I've never met Saliza. I've never met, yeah, no, I mean, I met Andy Poley once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, We've only met but, Gary. That's yeah. it. Never met Gary.
1: Yeah. And Bonnie, um, if you count Bonnie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The guys that work on the show, I mean, yeah. I never met them in person. And so I'm re- really excited to be in DC.
1: Yeah, well, make sure they know and I'm I'm sure Gary would love to come out and say hi to him yeah, mean, at some point we're
2: gonna be there for for one weekend and get there on a Friday night weddings on a Saturday fly out Sunday wow oh, wow uh, so
1: it's quickie
3: okay
2: yeah and so but I'm really cool like because uh, they had a Nigel we're gonna get a couple of drinks probably in the hotel bar where I'm staying and, and oh, that's yeah.
1: fantastic
2: that's my big event coming up
0: that's awesome <laughs> all
1: right well Phil again can't thank you enough for coming on this has been amazing and as an homage to the big show we'll get you out of here on this Roxy
0: over or under?
2: Over. Always, always over.
1: All right. And do, do you ever Chuck Todd it? Will you just go in and just change it? Change it on them? I have.
2: Oh.
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're going to put a new roll on for somebody, or just do you go in and you see it's under and you're like, nope, that's wrong?
2: I saw it, believe it or not, it was when I was visiting my mom, <laughs> and one of the bathrooms was under, one of the bathrooms was over. Oh. Uh, yeah. I went into the bathroom where it was under, and I was like, nope, this ain't right. Gotta turn it around. <laughs> Excellent.
1: <laughs> now, that almost could have been even more perfect if you said, no, I was visiting Tony. Yeah. Was <laughs> but, well, Phil, thank you so much for taking the time. I know the Littles really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
2: Uh, it's been a blast. Like, Thank you, guys. You guys make the show what it is. You know, All the emails you guys send in make Tony's day. I mean, he laughs at majority of them, and as you've heard recently, he might cry at a couple of them because yeah. they're just so heartfelt and and everything but most of them are incredibly funny incredibly witty and they make the show what it is so we don't have a show without you guys that's true thank you
1: well and we don't have our show without you so thank you yes (laughs) all right all you loyal littles we'll be right back this is lee gordon and
2: you're listening to the loyal littles podcast on the wtfc podcast network
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And Roxy, what a freaking treat. Killer. Killer. It was absolutely killer, right? <laughs> She's going to use that all the time. We were trying to subtly drop that, and then it got overboard, I think, in the beginning. and nah. I tweeted out something. Oh, we got a killer episode coming up. Yeah,
0: that was clever.
1: I mean, again, thank you, Bob Walsh, for yeah, hooking that us. all up. Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially. But thank you, Phil, for taking the time. I know the Littles really appreciate it. It's amazing when these bigs, mm-hmm. you know, essentially, take the time for us littles, yeah. they don't have to do that. No. So anyway, all right, let's get to our emails because we didn't get to do that in the first segment. Yeah. Now we're gonna start here. Debbie Mittman, episode sixty-seven. She says, "Love the new practice of including the littles episode number when you are talking ah. about someone who was a previous guest. Great idea. Good. So I love that.
0: Yeah, we weren't sure how. Yeah, it was I thought be it might received, get a little over overkill.
1: Yeah, overkill. But good. So all right, one
0: for a yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we got a few comments, <laughs> but that's the one. we really apologize. Back in the day,
0: we we were able to read everything. We read everything, yeah, you
1: know, and we made sure we did because it was important to us to get everyone represented. Who, but I think took people like
0: us so much that everyone's know, writing it's in. It's hard to and choose. So, yeah.
1: I mean, we could go longer episodes, but we like to keep them right yeah. around an hour, if not a little under, if possible. Sometimes we go over. Depending, we might go over today because when we have these bigs guests. Come on. You know, we like to just let them talk. Yeah, I try to just shut up and just let them talk. It's hard, but (laughs) I try. Anyway, we heard from Chris Davenport, episode 65. If you want to meet Chris Davenport, go to episode 65 of the Loyal Littles podcast. And he said, so the Loyal Littles had its second region rat on the podcast, it sounds like. I didn't quite get that at first, but he says, Wesley, where in Northwest Indiana did you live? And you are correct. The drive from Columbus to here is awful. Now, I've done that. I've driven Mm -hmm. from the Columbus-Dayton area to Indianapolis. So I'm assuming it's the same thing. I forget. Is it Highway 70? I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that.
0: Don't get mad Roop.
1: Well, yeah. Roop would probably know that, actually. Probably. That that long stretch. (laughs) But it is through cornfields and whatnot. I don't remember it being a drag so much. I guess maybe I was listening to music or podcasts or something. But it was
0: fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah,
1: no, I know what he's talking about. It's all cornfields, all flat. There's Mm -hmm. really nothing to look at. Yeah. Kind of stuff like that. All right. Then we heard from Ed Butt episode 51
0: that's correct he said this is fabulous well worth a watch especially for the looks on led zeppelin's face while they watched tears to my eyes
1: okay now so obviously i have to set this up for roxy because roxy I have no idea. roxy doesn't know what's coming here okay so he sent me a video we were talking about remember the last friday yeah. five musicians drummers things like that yep so he sent this video and roxy probably doesn't know this but This was a performance at the Kennedy Center, Uh and I believe it was December 3rd, 2012. Uh Does that ring a bell at all, Roxy?
0: Well, we were there. We were
1: there. Ed, but, this was the coolest thing. When I'm loading in White Christmas in 2012 at the Kennedy Center, that's all the local crew talked about was how... This is going to sound silly, but you know how people get weird about like if a big star was sitting in a chair and then they get to sit in it next? Yeah. You know, that kind of... That's how I felt. (sighs) I'm walking on this stage and the Kennedy Center Honors... Okay, so it was the group Heart. They did this... Led Zeppelin was being honored at the Kennedy Center.
0: Okay, this so was before we loaded in. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. We were the next thing there. Oh, we were the next show to step foot on that. that stage and in that orchestra pit and be in the audience where just nights before, you know, that's when pre- it was President Obama and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, just the fact that those stars that were on that stage. And it was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I know that sounds silly. No, it doesn't. Because it's not like we met them. We That's how I
0: feel at Radio City. Yeah,
1: I mean, we weren't hanging out with them or anything like that. We uh-huh. didn't. I, trust me, I was looking at the schedule. It was just a little shy of us being up because we were in Buffalo right before that. Yep. I wanted to try to get there. <laughs> Early because that lineup and to be there that night, right? How amazing would that have been? So, thank you for sending that video in. I'll make sure Roxy sees that. It's a great performance. It was also interesting to see the looks, as he says, the looks on their faces of Led Zeppelin because they're in the crowd, of course, because they're being honored. Yep. And how one was just smiling and like just taking it all in and enjoying it. And the other guy was like deadpan serious. (laughs) And it was interesting just to see how they react differently to hearing their music played and being honored like that. I don't know. I just found that interesting. Cool. But thank you, Ed, for sending that in. All right. Next, we heard from jenny robbins episode 57 hmm. we haven't heard from jenny in a while jenny robbins episode 57 now she was kind of retweeting something i believe or sent us somebody else's and it was by neil degrasse tyson did i say that right roxy yeah okay and he was recently asked is pineapple a legit topping for pizza now roxy we know what your answer
0: absolutely
1: is. <laughs> okay as a pizza-eating native New Yorker, I replied, is pepperoni a legit topping for a pina colada? And the conversation ended there, is what it says. I mean,
0: no, but I mean, <laughs> come on. Pineapple is fine. Also, Neil deGrasse Tyson demoted Pluto, so. Oh, really? I think he is the one that demoted Pluto.
1: <laughs> Excellent. So that's annoying. That's annoying, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, and then lastly, we heard from Patrick Smith. Smitty Scoop. Episode 62, if you want to meet Smitty Scoop. Episode 62. Now, he says, number one, Absolutely. Chuck is correct. Now, there's five things here. Can we just end on that? (laughs) Can we just stop there? I mean, why not? Okay. This isn't referring to our Friday Five choices. He says, flying cars. When are the flying cars coming? Back to the Future promised us flying cars by 2015. Ooh. Okay. Now, number two. So there's no A, B, one, two. You're going to like that. Okay. So two, B-E-A-U-F-O-R-T, North Carolina is pronounced Beaufort. And B E A U F O R T, South Carolina is pronounced Beaufort.
0: Okay, come so, on.
1: Two towns with the same name that are both located on the Atlantic coast and in neighboring southern states are pronounced differently.
0: That's lame.
1: That's uh, it's <laughs> lame. We still haven't gotten to the bottom of how the drummer pronounces yeah. it. I think someone did tweet us something at that, but I don't remember. Number three, I have always felt that Ringo Starr has been an underrated drummer.
0: Yeah. I guess. I get that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four, best punchline. Hi, my name is Piff the Magic Dragon. You may have heard of my older brother, Steve.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I anyway. remember Piff. I remember Piff. I we, loved we Piff. We really
1: enjoyed Piff. We actually almost went to see Piff when we were in Vegas. We did. For our mini moon. Yeah. That was one of our choices because he was actually playing at the time. Because yeah. most shows were closed down. Yep. But he was actually playing and I don't know why we didn't.
0: I don't know why we didn't. Yeah. Why we didn't really enjoyed we? his stuff on oh. it, America's Got Talent. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he didn't win, though, did he? Oh, yeah, he yeah, must he have won. Did. He did win. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, and then number five, best title, Olympic Ice Hockey Gold Medal. Oh. I guess. That's because he plays. Yeah. Yeah, not our thing. but That's okay. <laughs> but thank you, Smitty Scoop, for that. Now, we wanted to get into a few things real quick. We already did our plugs and everything like that, but... Roxy, you came home from a gig the other night. I did. And we only have a few minutes for this, but I Mm -hmm. wanted to, it was kind of interesting and I wanted to give you a second because it's funny how we learn things from doing things. Yeah, things. (laughs) We'll just call. So go ahead. Tell, it was a Honey Taps gig, right?
0: Yeah, we performed at a wedding. We were hired for a wedding. There were three of us and a lot of these gigs, we don't really know exactly what we're walking into and no two gigs are ever alike. So we walked into this gig and we went to check out the space, got in touch with our contact Person, and we realized it's a wedding, but the entire room was filled with women. There were no men. So, come to find out, it was a Middle Eastern, I think, Muslim wedding, mm-hmm. and everyone looked super glamorous and beautiful. And yeah, come to find out, they do the ceremony obviously together, men and women, but then men and women separate and have their own separate receptions, which I thought was so interesting.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. Very I interesting.
0: Knew that. I, it's yeah, I mean, I learned something new about a different culture, and that yeah. was really really cool. They loved us, of course. So
1: you performed for the For women. the women, yeah. But you said there was like almost a h- over 100 people there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it was so cool. And the bride, she was beautiful. She was up on a stage with a beautiful chaise lounge. I hope she ate something. I didn't see a table in well, front of her. Well, that's what you said.
1: She was like up on display. Yeah. Kind of. I yeah. hate saying it like that, but mm-hmm. that's what it was. She was up there on a chaise?
0: On a chaise lounge, and I hope she ate something. There was <laughs> cake next to her. The cake was huge. Right. And come to find out, there was a mishap with the cake. The brother went to get the cake. The cake fell over, so it was a little lopsided. It Mm. was pink. She wanted white. But I'm sure it tasted delicious. And I get her pain in wedding planning and things going wrong. So
1: (laughs) maybe there was a thumbprint in it or something. Probably. I don't know. But
0: But yeah, it was really, really fun. We did a 15 minute set, number after number, like five numbers. It was really, really fun. They loved us. And yeah, it was really cool to experience a different cultures. You and know, we've been
1: telling this story to other yeah. people since this happened. This mm-hmm. happened like three nights ago. Yeah. And we were talking to a friend of yours who said they think the Hasidic Jews do Are the same do thing. Do
0: a similar thing where they separate, separate for the reception. For the reception. Mm-hmm. I just never knew. I had knew no it. idea. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
1: And that was over on Staten Island.
0: Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. And come to find out, it was a destination wedding to Staten <laughs> Island.
1: I think the destination was probably New York City. No. But that was where the venue was.
0: The destination was Staten Island. Okay. All right. And I'm like, "Wow, that's so cool." <laughs> I guess <laughs> Staten Island of all places. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, it was really fun. All
1: right, and then Roxy real quick because we teased it like two episodes ago and we got called out on that. I think it was Twitter or an email or something. But mm-hmm. We teased how Roxy finally got to use the mandolin. Now, did we even tell them that? No, we we got to
0: use an appliance appliance for the first time. Right,
1: okay. So we've had this thing for a while.
0: Since Christmas. Christmas, right? Yeah.
1: And we all know that I wasn't allowed to use it. Because And we have we asked. It's
0: not that you weren't allowed to use it. We're just concerned.
1: I wouldn't have fingers if. Yeah. Yeah. And even look, even Steve Oswald, he even said, he's like, make sure you use high tech gloves or something.
0: I did not do that. Well,
1: okay. This is not a bad ending story. (laughs) I
0: still have all 10 fingers and all 10 toes. I want to get that right out
1: there before they start, (laughs) before we get accused of burying the lead here. But yes. But he said, you know, he's a professional. And he said, you might want to make sure you use gloves because it's that sharp. Yeah. Now, my biggest regret was I was not here (laughs) when you used this. I (laughs) I was was so angry. I was so disappointed. Well,
0: and I was trying to get dinner going. So
1: it'd be ready for me and you weren't here. You weren't here yet. No, I was out playing Mm -hmm. ball or something, I'm sure, or working or something. Yeah. So that was really sweet, but I was really bummed that I didn't get to see this thing in action. Yeah,
0: I definitely took about ten solid minutes of acclimating to it, like putting it on the counter, getting used to it being on the counter, kind of taking peeks at the different bells and whistles, figuring out where all the blades were. But like I was very careful. careful.
1: That's good. Very. But you love it, right?
0: Yeah, that's it was great. really easy. Nice. Oh, and I made I a zucchini, zucchini onion. What do you call that?
1: Zucchini squash onion mix, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh-huh. something my sister showed me how Just to make.
0: Just like on the in the frying pan on that's the stove. So lots so good. and lots of butter. It's, it's, that's
1: all about the butter.
0: Yeah. Lots of butter. Which doesn't have to be soft. Which I felt like. put in there. I'm
1: just throwing that in there. Because it melts.
0: Yeah. I felt like I put a little too much butter Maybe. in it. But we used a slotted spoon and that helped.
1: I don't think there is such a thing butter. as too much butter though. <laughs> just just saying. So. All right. Well, Roxy, that's all the time we have for this. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: Just go to our website, loyalittlespod.com.
1: And everything's there. You can find us. You can email us. Don't forget, send in some new fun, dumb questions. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you want to come on the podcast. That's important. And another huge, big killer. Thank you for Phil, the show killer, for coming on the podcast. And now Roxy understands (laughs) the whole origin of that whole thing. So, and also thank you, Mo Warner, Sandra Rohde, and Lee Gordon for our bumpers this episode. All right, Roxy. And as always, if you need fog-free eyewear, don't forget to go to fogfreeeyewear.com.
0: Or if you need a new grip for your stick, go to stickgrip.com and use the code. code
1: LLPOD. Bye. Phil's killing our show.
0: Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
1: That's just insane. Oh, yeah.